1: What's up guys and welcome to Straight From The Chess Podcast. My name is Justin Groth and I'm your host on this personal development and growth podcast. Listen, if you're new to the show, I just want to take this time and I want to welcome you and if you've been listening to the show for any more than two, three episodes, thank you for your continued listenership. Your support of the channel means a lot to me and speaking of support, if you haven't yet subscribed to us on Spotify and Apple, please do so. We are on any platform that there is podcasts, it's likely we're there. So please subscribe to all those platforms or if you just can, just one Apple, Spotify, one of those, please do us a favor and please do that. And uh, if you're not subscribed on YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe there as well. I'd appreciate that a lot. Uh, Just helps to generate more awareness of the podcast, the guests we have on and just support of the show. And uh, so with that being said, I don't want to waste any more time. I want to get into it. One of my favorite people, Jason. Welcome back, brother.
0: Thanks, man. Glad to be back.
1: It's good to have you, man. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute since we've talked last. Yes. I mean, I see you in the gym quite frequently. Right. Getting your getting your shit going. Yeah. But yeah. um, apart from that, man, what's been going on with you?
0: Uh still kind of the same old same as uh I was last time, chipping away a little bit. Um just trying to stack money, trying to trying to uh trying to get to a financial, um, spot where I'm more stable. Um, and yeah, man, just, just trying to keep my mind right. You know?
1: Yeah. Because uh, last time we talked, you were, I mean, you were fine, mm -hmm. but you were, uh, you were just wanting to kind of get out of what you were currently in.
0: Yeah. And, and like I said, it, it, it takes time, you know what I mean, to to build on that and stuff like that. So, um, as far as like my mind, like I said, my mind's my mind's good. That's not really a big concern of mine anymore. It's just trying to get financially stable to get a spot. Which uh, last time when we were chopping it up, you know, I was like saying for anyone who knows my mom, please don't say. Right, <laughs> remember that? Did somebody say something? Somebody says so, um, but it's all good. But
1: Shut she, she didn't.
0: She didn't really present it to me like. I heard you're sleeping in your car because my mom, she's not really tech savvy. Like, she has an IG and Facebook, but like, she doesn't really know how to like operate it, operate it. So somebody had informed her that, like, oh, you you see Jay, your son's doing a podcast, this, and And she didn't even know what a podcast was. Mm. Um, And she was like, oh, she was like about you. She was like, is he a celebrity? (laughs) Like, I was like, no, he's just a good dude, and you know, he's just um, trying to start this positive movement, this, this, and that um but she didn't really get into as far as like asking me like are you sleeping in your car or anything like that i think at one point i think because i like my trunk is stacked with my suitcase and my clothes and all this other shit right and i think at one point she kind of like briefly saw it as i was putting something away because i was trying to like rush because i could see her coming but i think she might have saw but point being that she never said anything but she had told me something that was kind of wild she was like you know what um I've been having a lot of dreams where your sister's been coming and talking to me about you. And she's like, and I didn't know why, but she was saying like, um, like basically your sister was saying that you need to come home. And so for whatever reason, I I went to her house that day and I ended up crashing and she was like, it was weird because as soon as like you came over that day, like the dream stopped. She's like, so I think your sister was trying to tell me something as far as like, uh, we need to check on Jason. Like we, we, we need to make sure he's all right, just check in with them. And so I thought that was kinda of wild that she was having those sort of dreams of my sister coming to her telling her that um that yeah, we need to check on you. But uh, it's all it's all love. Like whoever did say something, I I was just cracking jokes last time when I was saying if you break my mama's heart, I'll break your legs. But um yeah.
1: Uh, what was your question again? I don't think I had one. Okay. It was just how, how how's things bigger? How have you, you know, since that situation? So since then, um, to keep my mom's mind at,
0: at ease, just so she's not consistently worried about me. Like I'm right now, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth, um, where I'm still kind of partly in my car and then like, I'll go like stay once or twice. Um a week over there just to hang out with her and just keep her company and just let her know that like i'm good like you ain't gotta worry about me
1: let me tell you man if it were me i don't give a shit about ego mm-hmm. at that point or pride i have a lot of that right i mean let's not get it twisted man i have a lot of ego a lot of pride i wouldn't give a fuck. i'd go back home fuck yeah. yeah are you kidding me No, not just because of shelter, Mm. but because of love. Right, that's very important, man. When you're, I remember when I moved. This was 2013. I moved to Burbank Mm. uh, to go personal train, and I got this job with this really nice club and started personal training there. And I I mean, it was it was a overall shitty experience only because the person that I moved with was ex girlfriend. Horrific man. Should have never horrific most horrific time of my life because it was where around her away from my parents away from my family first time i've ever been away Mm. believe it or not at it was like 27 years 26 years old and yeah man the absence of love the absence of the community Mm. is and was major set aside the fact that i had a horrific relationship in the moment the i could have had a great relationship still been in sort of chains Mm. because I was away from my family and I know that they say it's time you know you you create your rite of passage in life right kind of like the movie with the you know the movie the lion king about how Simba's trying to create his rite of passage and loses his father and now it's him to you know not only fend for himself but kind of create himself Mm. okay I agree with that, but I also agree with that you can do it better in the presence of people who love you and want the best for you, Yeah. but you, I'm not saying this is everybody because right. everybody doesn't think the way I think. And they may feel like, no, man, I moved to Tennessee when I was 16 is best choice of my life. away from all my family, all that shit. Right. Like I get it, man. That happens for people. And perhaps it would be that way with me. Maybe it'd be different if I move now. Mm. I'm not willing to risk it. Because unless I'm called to move somewhere for a real cemented reason, I'm not leaving. Mm. I have a great community here. And not just not just the business, apart from the business, it's the community that keeps me here. It's the family that keeps me here. It's the love that keeps me here. So it's a long-winded way of saying, man, like you being around people who love you. In the same, in the same headquarters, so to speak, Mm. is very, very, very important. And that's, you know, you isolating yourself. I think that it's not doing you any favors, even though you're a strong, fucking, well able man. I know that, Mm. but I think that it would be better if you just went and kind of subjugated yourself to some degree, right? Because that's essentially what you're trying to get away from, right? the, the subjugation of the ego, the pride, et cetera. I don't know, man. I think as a man, that's the, that's, that's a way that you could show vulnerability and it could help you.
0: Yeah. Because you know what? Like, even though like last time I was talking about, like, I felt like I still needed to stick it out on my own, which I do because I feel like there's an ultimate, um, I don't know if it's like a reward or ultimate like something positive lined up at the end of all this whatever this is that i'm going through it does suck being woken up in the middle of the night by security guards telling you hey you can't sleep here you got to go here or you know what i mean like we need you to leave and blah 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 like that shit sucks and then just being in a bed like is like like i miss that shit too and but like how you say being surrounded by people you love and everything like that how um it it does make things i guess it, it is ego it must be even though sometimes I, I or we as people don't want to admit it 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 must be ego and well, ego's a motherfucker to kill sometimes what
1: what else would it be man yeah you know what i mean like really logically think about that what else would it be yeah like it the only thing holding you back from having shelter and room and board is is that mm-hmm. is myself Yeah, man, yeah. and it's it's not that it's not there. You don't have a relationship with your mom. All those things are present yeah. so I mean I understand why but I also think that You also not hearing it from your mom like let's say your mom was to be Kind of take on the role as your dad. Mm-hmm. Let's just just for illustration's sake Right, and she were to kind of be nudging you to do more Mm-hmm well, that's a good thing in the presence of that. Apart from that in isolation, who's telling you get get going on a different path? Who's telling you you're not living with anybody? Right. You don't have to answer to anybody, which is a good thing. Men want peace. Right. I get it. But then also men need to create something. Mm. They need to do something, especially someone who's well able and talented like yourself. And I don't I'm not blowing smoke up your ass by saying that. That is The reality, what I see in you, you could do so many things, man. You could do so many things, podcast recording or not, dude. I would tell you that I really believe that from the moment I met you and then talking with you even further instantiated it to Mm. me, you could do so many things, man. It is crazy that you're not doing one that's outside the matrix, so to speak, like the, you know, just the job like the job realm. Right. You could do so many things, man. And I just, okay, so let's get back to the point. The point was your mom, if she took on more of the dad, and I say the dad role, cause the dad typically will shame the son, man. Mm. I'm not saying that that happened in my family, but the Kinda dad, like get
0: your shit together. Yeah, man. Yeah. The
1: dad was, is more apt to say, Hey son, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Whereas the the mom, Nah, she'll probably want to keep you there, nurture, care for you. Right. (laughs) I'm not saying that happens all the time, right? That's not all the, all the time where the rule, I'm not saying those roles are played all the time, like we just illustrated them, but more often than not. So if your mom was acting sort of like your dad too, Mm. and being like nudging you in her nurturing way, well, that's a good thing, I think. Yeah. And when you're isolated from that there's no impetus to keep going or mm-hmm. to get going. Rather, I should say there's less of that. I should say,
0: cause less of that fire lit under your ass yeah, type of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I remember you telling me when you were here, you were saying that, you know, for the first time in your life, you felt peace. Yes. Like for a long time, you felt peace. And, and I understand that, but that comes at a cost.
0: Yeah, it does. Because, but it's weird because it's like, I don't know, like I do want to get financially stable and I know I can get financially stable, but it's like, it's weird because like money's not everything to me and I've never been a person that came from money that had money, so it's not really something that I ever felt like, oh, I need money, like I've missed it, like, um, like I was always cool with just, with not having much, but I don't know if that's a knock though, because you can get stuck in that, in that, and that, I don't think that's good either. When you know your value is worth much more, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, yeah. So I don't know, man, It's one of those things where it's like, I'm trying to just figure it out as I go along, but, um, but I, I do realize that there is some ego involved as far as. Keeping me where I'm at, and I shouldn't be so content with it because, like you said, it's a double-edged sword. Yes, you have peace, but what's the cost of the peace? And we need to find a happy medium to where I can have peace and I can be stable at the same time, and it could all be um, united as one, you know, so to speak. Um.
1: So. Yeah, but. What do you think is holding you back from creating more?
0: I think it was just because mentally I was, I think I'm I'm stuck on this high of the happiness and peace that I've had recently that I haven't had in so long. And in the past, I felt like I've spread myself too thin where I was just miserable. And I'm afraid that I'm going to lose the peace that I've recently found by going and doing that again. And so I'm like, fuck, like, this is nice, but I'm also broke
1: (laughs) and I don't have shit, but you know, what's funny is that when I go on vacation for like two weeks, Mm -hmm. that's a good break. The first day, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, I'm like, fuck man, you probably know where I'm going with this illustration. The first day I get there to the hotel, we unload the, you know, the luggage, and it's like, yeah, what do we do? Let's go, fuck, whatever, you right. know. Second day, third day, fourth day. By a week, you feel like this is a sort of a new residence. Mm. You've came and gone so many times to this hotel room. You've seen so many mornings, the same faces down in the lobby, etc. You kind of feel like this is now it's familiar territory. Right. Okay. Then the second week. Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday goes by Monday. Now, Monday, that's typically a work day for most people, Mm. but you're still on vacation. Yeah. So you Monday, Tuesday, now it's almost like you're doing it to do it. Mm -hmm. You've allocated the time from work to take two weeks off, but this second week now doesn't feel like, like it did the first week. Yeah, man. It's the reward is slowly dissipating. Right. Yeah. Okay. Every good thing comes to a point where it's not that good anymore. Even if it's a good feeling that you're, that you're kind of bathing in, in the moment, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be forever. The same type of high at a point. You're like, I'm done. Time to go home. Yeah. Time to actually work. Even though I was actually, that's the thing I was getting away Way from, from. Mm-hmm. time to go. Now bust my balls more. That, that, you know, you've, you've engaged in stuff that has allowed you to settle the fatigue, mm-hmm. settle the stress, recoup, recover. Now it's time to just go and fucking do it again until it's time to take another vacation. You know what I mean? Like at some point, this is going to get mundane mm-hmm. and not serving anymore. It's not like... You live Drake's lifestyle, right. where you have a hundred million dollar mansion. You have any car you want. You have any girl you want. You have. You can buy anything you want. Like the freedom is what I'm saying. Like you have the freedom to do whatever you want, not mm-hmm. on the level that you and I know, on the level that only pff, the elite know. Yeah. Okay. Even that can get tiring. I'm sure.
0: I think that's why a lot of famous people say like, "Yo, I get this," and like when I got my first big check, I thought I was gonna, you know, I bought this, this, and that. I thought it was gonna bring me happiness, and it didn't. And and to what you're saying, it's like too much of a good thing is also a bad thing. You can't too much of anything is a bad thing, whether it be good or bad. Um, But shit, what was I saying? And it was something like Jordan Peterson said, like going back to the vacation, he was saying like, okay, that's cool. Like, you know, I'm gonna have margaritas, but how long are you gonna do that shit? Like every single day, like you're going to get tired of it. Right. Right. It's going to become like, I need to find a new routine. Mm -hmm. And I am noticing that because it's, like I said, I can't be where I'm at forever. Um, So like you said, it's time to get in gear and get going. I just don't know what that is. Like I just don't know what that is yet.
1: I mean, you have a job. Yeah. So that job pays the bills that you currently have. Right. Is it paying a little bit extra than what you currently have?
0: No, if anything, shit, I need to get another job. Because um, that stint at the uh, mental institution that I spent, um, it put me in debt for like, I don't know like six g's or whatever that i've been paying off Mm. and like so a lot of my money is going to that and on top of like my normal bills but like i'm always like always like cutting it close like always checking my account always like fuck dude and that shit sucks too but it's the fact of taking on another workload where i feel like i feel it may put me back in that mind place where i wasn't healthy um so it's like what do you do
1: like, what would you do? You do so many things, man. But if okay, you're afraid so of your peace being disturbed again. Fuck the peace. Fuck the peace, <laughs> man. You have to create yourself. There's an obligation for you to create yourself. And I'm yelling because this is absurd to me. Mm-hmm. That you, I have a man in front of me right now that could easily do fucking like four things right out the gate right now. Apart from getting a regular job. Right. And you don't know what to do. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. We all don't know what to do, but typically when we don't know what to do, it's because we don't want to put our hand in something that's not going to serve us. Mm-hmm. Like, you only you know what you're fucking really good at with zero, little to no effort. What are those things? Even if it's like two things or one thing, what are, what are those things, man?
0: I mean, off top, I guess it would be fitness, I guess in some degree, because that's like a good majority of, of, uh, what I feel makes me happy and that I do without no thought. Um, and I don't know, I I guess
1: here's a better question. What would you do for free every day that requires effort from you? But this effort that you give is willing. It's a willful effort that you, that you give to this certain thing that you would give and do for free every day. If you had all the money in the world, what would you do for free?
0: I think I would try to be in service to people in some sort. I don't know how or what it would be, but something of that nature. Being in service to others. Wow, man. I don't know. No one's ever asked me that before. And I've never really thought about that. But I do do enjoy talking to people, so I don't know what avenue that opens
1: up. You know that when we did our first podcast, I've done a lot of these things. And... When we when I interact with you on the first podcast, I thought to myself, this guy could be a podcaster too. Like that was another thing that I thought you would be good at. Mm-hmm. You could do a podcast too. and Not because you're looking to make money monetize off of a podcast. No, you could just be a good podcaster because you know how to conversate and exchange dialogue with somebody in a very fluid type of fashion. Mm-hmm. Not many people know how to do that. So that's another thing you could do okay, now. Yeah. Podcasting is only going to bring you money when you start to chart and get a higher rank in terms of your viewership, your downloads, etc. And that takes a while unless you're like a celebrity from the gate. Right. You know what I mean? And people know who you are and yeah, such.
0: You already established the following.
1: Right. But it doesn't, doesn't mean that it's undoable, mm-hmm. right? It could be something that you do in the back on the back burner, but Apart from podcasting, you want to be in the service industry. That's a good thing, man, because there's so many things you can do in the service industry for people, Mm -hmm. but you have to really hone in on what that looks like. I can't tell you. Jordan Peterson couldn't tell you. No one can tell you. You can watch all the fucking inspirational videos and me and and read all the different inspirational memes. None of that shit matters unless it's applied to your real life. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like if you were to give service to others? Like what fills you up? What ignites you? What would you do for free if you had all the money in the world?
0: I think it would be motivational speaking because I think that that was kind of one thing I touched on last time, like, uh, on the last podcast. Um, I just like, I I don't know. I like uplifting people with my words. So, but I still know that I'm struggling trying to like. I appreciate you saying that you you the way you converse like you're able to um, with the dialogue and all that but I and like anything obviously you got to put your time in to get better at it but um, I think it would be uplifting people with my words whatever that may be
2: okay
1: you start on Instagram you gotta start on Instagram you gotta start somewhere man so the only way for you to for only way for you to get the ball rolling here if you to start on a platform that costs no money And if you start to consistently hit record on your phone and talk and get used to having your face in front of the camera, Mm. that's how you develop an audience for what message you're promulgating. But if you don't even start there, who's going to know about Jason Contrero? Nobody. Right. And you're just going to go year by year, getting older and older, further and further away from your dream without any execution attached to it because you won't do what people nowadays can do since 2010 arguably or even f- beyond that take their phone put it in front of their fucking face and talk mm-hmm. i mean if you want to if if let's let's if you want to be real here man when i first started doing anything that led to this right. it was and i don't consider myself a motivational speaker but when i first started this shit i thought that's what i wanted to do too motivational speaking something like that yeah but I remember starting with Instagram stories, 15 second clips. And I just remember filming myself in certain things that I had experience with and or messages that I wanted to get out to people that I had a direct relation to, or I just, whatever my brain was cutting, dissecting, I wanted to dispense with it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And I did, and I'm not all the stories that I did. I did thousands of stories, bro. I don't know that it made a dent in people. Mm -hmm. I know the people that DM me from my stories. Right. I mean, I could probably count on two hands out of the thousands, thousands of stories I ever posted. Mm -hmm. How many people DM me and was like, I love that. Oh, my gosh. You, 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 you you change the fucking day for me. Right. Like fucking less than 10, bro. Less than 10. The point is you can't allow people to dictate or rather the accolades coming from and order critiques coming from people to dictate your path in life Mm -hmm. and what you do. You just have to continuously press and do the thing that you find value in. I say it all the time. It's like I'm a fucking broken record, but that is the equation. Mm -hmm. That's what you have to do. Put in all the hard work and effort intensity. You something you find that's, with value so hard work intensity and effort plus value equals the fucking legacy Mm -hmm. equals the purpose that will end up equaling the the legacy for you or who how people will fucking know you when you die right but if you don't do that if you don't start with something you find value in and you just look for where the money's at like I get it like Mm -hmm. I want to look for the money too but if I'm just looking for the money then the value or the purpose rather is diluted Because I'm only looking for the fucking pot of gold Mm. and by any means necessary, I'll get that pot of gold. No, that's not how I work. And I would argue that most people don't work that way. Unless you have dark triad traits like Machiavellianism, narcissism, or uh, your psychopath, you're not going to work that way. You, you find something that you find value in, something that you would do for free that requires little to no effort from you to do. Not to say that you're not gonna put effort into it, Mm -hmm. but requires little to no effort or motivation rather. Let's call motivation the effort. Okay, let's substitute the word effort for motivation. Mm -hmm. It requires little to no motivation for you to do it, and you do it often, and you like doing it. You do that, you couple that with consistency over fucking years. What happens is the compound effect, Mm You don't know what's happening in the day-to-day, you know, minutia. Right. But after three, four, five, eight, nine, ten years, it builds this shit in. compounds. And it's not going to go under the rug where no one can see. Nothing's going to happen from it. No. It is almost impossible for you to do something that you find inherent value in and that serves you on a visceral level. And you do it consistently over time and zero happens. Mm-hmm. Zero things happen from it. Zero things materialize. Zero things manufactured from that thing happen at all. It's almost impossible for that to fucking happen. I've never heard of anybody putting their time and resources and energy into something that they have, that they find immense value in and doing it for years, stent of years and nothing happening as a result. Mm-hmm. Name one person that you know. Yeah, I'll let you research it. You can get back to me on this, that that's happened to.
0: Okay. Well,
1: no, bro, yeah. it doesn't happen because what's going to happen is you're going to be rewarded for the things that you work towards, mm-hmm. the things that you believe in. Even if something, someone says no to you multiple, multiple times, you keep going because for some reason, your hard-headed, stubborn state believes that there's something this Mm -hmm. you believe in yourself now that seems really nebulous and magical to say well i believe in myself no that needs to be cemented into you you believe in yourself no matter what meaning if you die tomorrow Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna ascend to heaven in your spirit and you're gonna think this can't be it i was made for more Do you know how powerful that is when you're a, if you have any thought, I don't know if you have this because Mm -hmm. I don't know, I've never died. So (laughs) if you ascend to heaven and you think as you're ascending, this is not all it, there is for me. I, this, this can't be it. I can't be dying now and done Mm -hmm. because your belief is so deep runs so deep viscerally that even your spirit ascending is going to think differently is going to think twice about, is this really what's happening right now?
0: Like we ain't done yet.
1: This is not over yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, I must get to heaven and God must say, you're not done. This is a mistake. You're going, going back down back. because I know that far into me. I know there's something in me mm. that's going to be of massive utility to others. I am just trying to uncover it and extract it right now. And just because I'm on to something doesn't mean it's going to fucking fully materialize in front of me. Just because I'm sort of starting to uncover the material. But I'm on to something. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing for you. You need to be on to something. And then let time run its course. But you only can do that fervently with something that you find immense value in.
0: I think you're right. Because not only that, one of my coworkers workers that um, like he peeps out the stories and um, I think he started following you as well as on uh, Instagram and stuff like that. And he was telling me, like, yo, you should you should do a TikTok." I was like, ain't that for fucking dancing, bro? He's like, no, but there's like a bunch of like those motivational reels that you'd be posting on your stories. And, and like if you're going to be doing more podcasts and kind of like what you said, like, even if it's like a 30 second, just like a little pep talk, like, yo, good morning. This is what it is, blah, 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 blah. Like and you just like you said, you're putting in the time, you're putting in the reps all that um it will build to like because i don't know anybody who's ever put five six ten years in worth of work and not been rewarded for it like you said it is it's impossible like it's for that to happen and not see something at the end of it you know what i mean or progression like i don't think that's it can't happen Something's got to happen. I think it's just more I need to find my footing in what it is. But I feel like that is the avenue. It's just, um, fuck, I don't know. Maybe I need a mentor or something.
1: Uh, I have a weird position on mentorship. I'm not saying that they are not of service and value. Mm. I think you just need to do. I don't think that you need to. I don't think you need someone to guide you. I I think you need to just start doing Mm. because look, if you were, if you, I've spoke with a lot of people, man, and I can typically distinguish, and I'm not saying I'm right all the time. I typically distinguish who needs help and who just needs a kick in the ass. And I think you just need a kick in the ass. I don't think you need help. Mm -hmm. I think you're well able. I just think you need to start doing more. I think you need to. get out of this. And it's hard to get out of comfort, bro. I'm not saying that I don't like to reside in comfort. We all do. I'm human, but I think that there comes a point where you realize the vacation's over. Yeah, It's time to get back to work because I actually want to feel stressed again. Mm -hmm. I want to feel fatigue again. I want to know what that feels like again. And that's weird to say that because most people would be like, no, I want to get away from that shit. That's because you're in it right now. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you want to run from that. But when you're not in it, you want to run towards it because it's what gives you meaning and utility in life, utility to others. No one can use you if you're just sleeping in bed all day Getting meals given to you in bed. Mm-hmm. No source of fucking communication with anybody. No one even knows you exist at that point. You're of no utility to anybody. You're just you're just living. Yeah. But you're barely living. You're just you're you're breathing. That's but you're not doing anything.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, so that's kind of that's a that's a drastic illustration of what it means to be comfortable. Laying in bed, getting food given to you not having to do shit, no responsibilities, all that at a time at a, at a certain time, it's going to come where you're going to be like, I got to get the fuck out of bed because I don't want to be comfortable any longer. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of being comfortable. I'm tired of being catered to. I want to get uncomfortable I want to rip these fucking sheets off. I want to feel the coldness on my body. I want to get up. I want to fucking move. I want to do something because as a human being, I'm not made to stand still. Period. Mm. You're not. And what you're doing right now is sort of standing still. And that is the thing that plagues me so bad with you because I look in your eyes and I see massive fucking talent. And I don't even know you that well, man. Mm -hmm. But I can see that you have a lot of talent. You're not this. You're not. You're not awkward. You're not a weirdo. You're fucking handsome. You're built. You're tall. You're fucking well-spoken. You could easily do so many things. The problem with you is not mentorship, Mm -hmm. not having the right person in your corner, because I'd argue you have a good small circle of people in your corner that will root you on. You need to just do now. And if that looks like starting a TikTok and basing your TikTok off of motivational videos or messages and getting your, using it as practice mm-hmm. to get yourself out there to the world. hashtagging the right thing. So it gets more views and it gets propagated more down the line. Mm-hmm. Fine. That's a starting point. That's not going to be your end all be all. It might not be man. You have to be willing to accept that you may not be a motivational speaker. That may not be in the cards for you, right? There may be something grander in the cards for you than being a motivational speaker.
0: That chasing that might lead me to one. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But she will not know what that looks like. Unless I act. Now.
0: Yeah. And I think that's part of the thing I was afraid of going home um, was I didn't want to be catered to, obviously, because as a, as a mom, I'm sure your mom would uh, be nurturing. You know what I mean? Because you're her baby and she wants to make sure, you know, you're taken care of, you're all good. But I kind of saw it as it would hurt me. But I guess in the same sense, I'm hurting myself. And how you said going home and being surrounded is something that you would do personally because of the love and everything like that. Um, But I kind of just saw it as a weakness, like. If I go home, like, I know, like, I'm going to have a meal. I know that I'm going to be able to wash my laundry. I know that I'm going to be able to take a shower, you know, all of these little things. And for whatever reason, I looked at it as, no, you can't do that because you won't grow. But I guess I'm also not growing at the same time trying to do it the way I think is the right way, which really is not because it's. Like, going back, it's the ego saying, nah, man, like, be a man, you can do this, blah, blah, blah. And that's one thing I think that, as men, always ends up fucking us over. Um, I don't know if you feel that way, but I feel like just that whole be a man type thing um, can really hinder.
1: Yeah, I mean, yes, and it cannot. And I'll tell you how it cannot. The world is fucking built on ego. Mm -hmm. If men didn't have egos, we wouldn't have skyscrapers. I can build your skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Watch. Fucking tch-tch-tch. more skyscrapers. Right. More uh, better cars, better uh plumbing, better all this better roads
0: infrastructure.
1: Dude, it's it's ego's not a bad thing if you you if you utilize it properly. Mm-hmm. It can actually be a very supportive thing for everybody around you if executed properly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're talking about how if I went home, I would have a a meal and I blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, that's kind of setting you up for success in my eyes. Mm. I don't think you being in the position you are in now is setting you up for too much success. I'm not saying that hardship doesn't equate Mm -hmm. to being able to have better times as a result of having the hard times in the past. But the problem with that equation is, it doesn't work for you because you actually like being in the situation. Mm. So I'd argue that your weakness is coming from where you're currently in right now. Mm -hmm. You're just residing more in your weakness right now. You would think it would be the stark opposite if you went home, Mm -hmm. but see, that's going to put yourself in front of your own reflection every single day. Whereas right now you don't live with your own reflection. You just live with yourself every day, but you seeing the way it's going to affect your mother mm-hmm. is essentially putting the mirror in front of your face and you having to real, you having to live with that every single day. And I promise you that's going to eat at you a lot. That's going to be that kick in the ass. I need. Exactly.
2: Okay. Yeah. So you
1: by you by essentially you omitting this. Mm-hmm. I think you're running from it because you know, which is basically what you said in the first podcast. If you told my mom, I'm gonna beat your ass, because you know that when you see the hurt look on your mom's face, and you know you're like outstaying your welcome, you know that's not what Jason wants to endure. No,
0: absolutely. You
1: not. know that that's gonna affect you on a level that you don't actually feel currently living by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'd argue that you're actually running from the you're actually running from the uh, the hardship. Your hardship. Is not staying in your car. It's
0: looking at myself. Your hardship is
1: looking at your mother in the face every single day. Living with her. Saying as your son. I'm not doing shit yet. Yeah. I'm not making you proud. Every son. Daughter. Especially sons. Want to make their parents proud. If I make my parents proud. I'll die happy. Mm -hmm. I have my idea what that looks like. And trust me. I'm working towards that. But I can promise you that you as a son do not want to fall on the opposite side of making your parents proud. Mm-hmm. You do not want them to be disappointed in you. I'm not saying that they would be, and I'm not saying that they are now, Yeah, but you want to go above and beyond it. You want to make them proud. And you know, by looking your mom's face every day that you're not making moves to creating what you could create, that's you living with a realization of failing. Mm-hmm. Whereas right now, currently you're just isolated. And you don't see that reflection. I'm saying, I think you need to put the mirror in front of your face now. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to start moving now. I don't care if that's something small, like producing a TikTok and putting meaningful message on the TikTok every single day, mm-hmm.
0: just something. you just
1: have to do something that requires you putting effort into something that you find value in and do it consistently gives you more meaning in life, more utility, and that is an, there's an automatic reciprocity effect tethered to that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you dispense with something that you love to do, it automatically reignites you to do the same thing over and over and over again. That's why I say choose something that you have that you can do with little to no motivation right. and that you can do consistently. Because it's almost like this thing becomes autonomous and you don't even understand the compounding effect that's taking place until one day it hits you in the ass and it hits you in the ass with an opportunity. Mm-hmm. It hits you in the ass. It hits you in the ass with an email or direct message from someone that you had no idea even knew you fucking existed. Right. But apart from that, you not doing what we're talking about, then absolutely that person's not going to know you exist and they'll never reach out and you'll never have an opportunity.
0: Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I just need to get going. And I think, I think that's one of the things is like, I've always been like, it's probably a lot of people too, my own worst enemy. Um, even when I think that I'm like helping myself, I end up not most of the time. Um, Yeah. What do you mean by that? As far as, well, just, I don't know. I I just feel like I fucked off a lot of good opportunities in the past, even when I I, I didn't mean to. And uh, just like your own worst enemy. Like I can be, but sometimes I don't notice unless somebody tells me like you saying it right now. And it's just like bringing back all this shit like, fuck, like I need to get off my ass. You right.
1: I only say these things because I believe in you, man. And I don't, I, if I didn't believe that you had something to give the world Mm -hmm. and to first start with your community of people around you then I just wouldn't say anything probably. I just would listen to you, man. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to give negative commentary. Right. But I see something in you. I don't know exactly what that is or how it plays out in life 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road. Mm -hmm. But I know there's something.
0: I believe there is too. I believe there is too. I I think sometimes I just think too much. Like, oh, I should do this. I should do that. But it was just like, just get going, dude. Like you said, just just start some shit. Start somewhere. And let that be the fucking momentum that builds to take you elsewhere. Wherever elsewhere is. um, But at least you're moving. And I'm stagnant.
1: Well, we have to make, I have to hold some, some responsibility over accountability rather right now. So I need you to tell me and tell the people listening right now Mm -hmm. what that looks like in the short term. And by short term, I mean week. What does that look like? Because right now it's Friday, the 9th of September. Mm Mm-hmm. In a week by next Friday, you need to have already something locked and loaded. So what is that gonna be?
0: At the top of my head, it would be starting that TikTok, like my coworker said. Okay. So that would be in the short term. Starting a TikTok, posting some stuff of um what I do on my IG stories. Um, no, also no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Because that's not you and your IG stories. You can't live behind the fucking frame your entire life. Mm. You have to be the frame. So that doesn't mean you posting monologues from other people or excerpts from other people or memes or videos that other people say. Right. No, you create it. You have to speak.
0: What about a combination of both? No.
1: No? No. Just strictly what? me. The, no, dude. It doesn't matter what other people say. Hmm. What matters is what you have to say. That's it. You're not creating a platform for other people. Trust me, Kevin Gates has his own platform, bro. Oh,
2: it doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't post about Kevin Gates. I'm not saying he's not the shit. No, yeah, yeah. I'm saying he's not you. And this is all about Jason. Not about Kevin or Jordan or any other person that you find admirable. Mm. Well
0: then I guess it would be Creating that and doing daily videos, whether it be just a quick five minute video, at least it's something.
1: Five minute video is not quick, man. So think less. Okay. Think less because I don't think a five minute video for you right now that's not savvy in front of the camera is doable long term, mm. consistent. Think 15, 30 seconds. Okay. Get that shit down pat then move up and start to build
0: up time. You don't
1: need five minutes to capture some attention. You need four fucking seconds. And if you're not capturing someone's attention in four seconds, you're not doing a good job. Yeah. So think about 15 32nd at max plays. Mm-hmm. And you need to do that every day, Saturday, Sunday included. Right. But now, that needs to be something. that's, that's the, that's the, that's the start, right? Right. That may lead you nowhere or it may lead you somewhere, but none of us know what the outcome is going to look like because it hasn't played out in real time yet.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, short term from now to next week would be that. Long term, I have no clue because I would be trying to deal with the short term as far as building that momentum is the 15, 30 seconds, whatever it may be. Um, so I have a hard time trying to see the long term because I'm trying to envision even um uh, wait, trying to see the long term because I'm trying to envision how the short term will go. Don't
1: worry about the short term, no. You just need to worry about doing it. That's all that matters right now because none of us know if we even have tomorrow, man. Mm-hmm. We don't I don't know if I'm going to live tomorrow. I would assume I will cuz you know, historically speaking, I woke up yesterday and the day prior and the day prior and the day prior. Right. But don't concern yourself with the process concern, concern yourself with the action mm-hmm. that's going to essentially create whatever this thing is or whatever it could be. That's all that matters. You can't think short term, long term and none of that shit. None mm-hmm. of it matters. Projections don't matter because you don't even know if you have fucking tomorrow. The thing that matters is you putting in effort to the thing that you find valuable Mm -hmm. to the thing that ignites you. And you know what you're talking about messages. Okay, great. It a message. Let's, let's say this. One rule for you to create a message and you have to live by this rule. You do not gather inspiration from people that you admire. Mm. This message has to be cut and slayed from your mind, not someone else's, not looking at someone else's reels to get motivation or inspiration. Oh, I could say what they say, but say it a little differently and make it mine. No, fuck that. You have to sit with yourself and you have to really think about what it is. You want to talk to people about what it is that might make them better. That may mean you dispense a little bit of transparency and vulnerability from your past. Mm -hmm. Maybe perhaps but your the number one rule for you to producing messages is never to take anybody else's message that you find inspirational or admirable and then cut and dissect it to where it sounds or it's unique coming from your mouth right make it original mm-hmm. do not be a propagator be an originator. Yeah. That means don't multiply what other people are doing. Be an original copy. I start, I'll be honest with you, man. I stopped listening and people that have listened to this podcast before or are long listeners, they know this about me. I stopped listening to influential people like Jordan Peterson.
0: Was it because of that? Because
1: I started to find myself talking like him and I don't want that at all. Right. I don't, when I, when I felt that, and I started to come out in some of my podcasts. I'm like, whoa, I didn't say that. But in my head,
0: you it was a
1: big alert. Like sirens were going off. Because ultimately, even if this quest is long, I want it to be something that's original and that's unique to me. I don't want to be known as somebody that's like somebody. Right. I want to be known as who I am, who God made me to be. That's it, man. And it's going to take a long time for me to uncover what that looks like and what that is and how it plays out in real time. Mm. But time is what I have. Time is what you have.
0: Well, let me ask you this. So you said you kind of, because yes, I would want to do it where it is authentically me. I wouldn't want to take sound bites and then reward it, flip it, and make it sound like, oh, like it was my words. Because yeah, um, that's not authentic. And so for you like catching stuff like shit, I kind of sound like this guy or I kind of sound like this guy that I admire. Was it because you were afraid of maybe fumbling or were you doing it without even really Oh, no, realizing? it was just
1: what it's just what the algorithm gave me. Oh, so okay. the more I looked at his videos, the more the algorithm gave me his videos. Right. And then if and subconsciously I was consciously you were just. Well, yeah, and I obviously liked learning from him. Yeah. But there comes a point where, look, everybody Learns from everybody, from the from the different iterations that have been given to us throughout time. Mm-hmm. You know, but at some point, the very very beginning of time, the very first man, he had to learn by failing. Mm-hmm. There was nobody before him to tell him, "Well, this is a give him words of wisdom or give him an outlook or Show him the way. no."
2: Yeah.
1: He had to learn through failing, through falling, and through stumbling. Mm-hmm. So. I would rather be that man, even though it's harder, I would rather be him in terms of where I'm trying to navigate or what waters I'm trying to navigate here in terms of what I feel that's meaningful and purposeful in my life. Mm-hmm. I'd rather stumble, fail, fall, get ridiculed, et cetera, to have that be the sort of the navigating path to creating what I'm supposed to be. I don't wanna learn from other people that have already done it. Mm-hmm. I want—I mean, yes, it's nice.
0: To have sort of a blueprint, but you wanna find yes, your Yes, but way. at the same
1: time, if you're not careful because you're a human being and you're impressionable, you risk the possibility of becoming a copy of that person. I can't tell you how many times that I've seen certain people that I follow on Instagram mm. that I know they listen to someone like Ed Milet, Andy Frisella, Jordan Peterson, etc. cetera.
2: Mm.
1: And they are iterations of that person. I see it come out in their videos. I see it come out in what they post. I see it come out in the pictures that they post. Mm-hmm. I see it come out in the way they speak. And I know the only reason why I know they listen to these people is because they'll post their podcast numerous times on on the stories. <laughs> yeah. So I know that if you're if you're gonna post an Ed Milet podcast or Andy Ferstel podcast four times a week, mm-hmm. you're probably an avid listener. Yeah which means you're picking up a lot of his vernacular, a lot of his dialogue, and it's going to be showcased on you. Mm. If you don't sit with yourself first and think about how you really think about certain things and how they apply to your past and how you can distribute for the future people listening to you to have them be learn from your experiences, your past, your mistakes, etc. Mm. And and really cut it up with the way your mind works. Not from the way Ed or Andy or Jordan's mind worked, even if they are iterations of other people that they admired. Right. Fine, that's on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't be an iteration. Be an original.
0: So, like for you, when you started doing um, your solo podcasts, how how'd you go about like fuck? I I how'd you go
1: about it? Like how'd you go? How did you approach it? Exact thing I'm telling you, man. I sat with myself. I sat with myself and I, and I, there's times where I've sat for three hours dozing off, dozing off sleep. Cause I'm closing my eyes and I'm trying to, I'm thinking about what really matters to me, what I really want to tell people, how I can word it in a in a message. Because look, here's the thing. There's no reason for me to get on the mic and talk to people.
2: Mm-hmm. There's
1: none. I'm not famous. I'm no celebrity. No one, no one, no one. I don't have really that substantial of a following. There's no reason why I should get on the mic and start talking to people. Mm. But I know I want to. So I sit oftentimes I sit and I sit for hours and I sometimes fall asleep as I'm sitting there because I'm closing my eyes. I'm trying to think, meditate on a word to dispense with and That happens sometimes, sometimes it's it's in me. I'm fucking raring to go. Not every day though is like that. And every but every day, every time I I can tell you this. Every time I commit to it, it happens. And I've committed to this motherfucker for two times minimum of week Mm -hmm. for the last, I don't know, three years. Go back in my archive, bro. You won't see a fucking week missing. Mm -hmm. It's all there. There was a point where I had to fucking, and my sound technician knows this. I had to, we had to cut out some some episodes because we, when we transferred the episodes from one platform to another. Mm. Some got lost and shit. And there was a time where I had to uh, getting cleared through Apple where I wasn't at this very beginning where I had to, um, I was doing podcasts, but they weren't getting, they weren't showing up on Apple. Mm. So you may find glitches there, but it's not because they weren't there. It's not because they weren't done. It's because of the process and the whole thing that happened, them taking them, taking the podcast or not transferring all of them, et cetera, when I twitch platforms. Mm-hmm. So that's neither here nor there. The point is when I committed, it was non-negotiable. When I committed to myself and I set that standard, it was non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. I did it whether I was sick, feeling like it, not feeling like it. Tired, did fucking did it, man. And sometimes it took me four hours to do it for a 10, 11 minute episode. But the thing is, is that I wasn't going to leave the room until I was done. Yeah, I wasn't going to leave the couch. Wasn't going to leave my spot until I was done. And that's just something that I put on myself. That's that's a discipline that I put on myself. But I did what I'm telling you to do. I sat with myself I reflected on things that I find value in on on a message that I wanted to tell people and sometimes people don't know this, they'll know. Now, oftentimes a word would hit me that I would hear from somebody or I would even be just on Instagram or, or some, some media platform or YouTube and a word, somebody would say a word and Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, I love that word. And it was just a regular word. But in my head would come a title. And,
2: and that then would be from the that,
1: that would be the outline in which I would dispense with. Okay. So it was essentially like a director working backwards in a movie. Yeah. That's how I did a lot of my, that's how I did like 70% of them. I worked backwards from the title. All I needed was a title. To and then with. I was, and then I was freestyle the whole way through. That worked for me. You have to find what works for you. But there's something that works for you. Just got to find it, but you won't find it through others. You need to sit with yourself. You need to sit with yourself and reflect in a very authentic fashion. You have to do that or else you'll never really understand who you are, what makes you up, what moves you. What ignites you, what depresses you, what causes you to be cynical, Mm -hmm. all these things. What causes you to lose steam, become apathetic towards things that you're doing in your life. You don't sit with yourself. All you are is an iteration of someone else and you're easily moldable. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're not a man that I consider to be easily moldable or even in even in a position to be easily moldable. That's a scary thing for someone like you, because that means that you're abdicating your talents for someone else's success that you see already Mm -hmm. and following in their path because they have success.
2: All right.
1: You should never abdicate yourself of your talents.
0: Fuck man. (laughs) Yeah, man, you're right. I guess I got to lock myself away somewhere and just fucking. No, I don't actually, because if I do that, I might not fucking come out. Um, But sitting with yourself. Yeah. A lot of a lot of shit. To reflect on, I guess it's just I just didn't know how to get started. Still don't know how to get started. Um,
1: Yeah, man. I don't know. Okay, so TikTok. I need you to tell me and tell the viewers or the listeners what your handle is going to be. And I want you to make that handle tonight. Now, when you go on TikTok and you make a handle, it might be taken. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so in a, in other words, you don't know what handle is available mm-hmm. and what's not. Okay. Sure. But let's say Jason Quintero is available mm-hmm. in some iteration, whether it's underscore Jason underscore Quintero underscore Jason Quintero one, Jason underscore Quintero one, whatever. Tell people right now what that's going to be. So everybody who's listening. Can follow up with this podcast and go on TikTok and find you and follow you. I would use the same.
0: I'd use my IG handle, I guess, just to keep it as simple as possible.
1: Jason Quintero. Jason Quinn fifty eight. Jason Quinn fifty eight. Yeah. Okay. Either Jason Quinn fifty eight. Let's give let's give them three iterations of what they could because you might it might be taken. Okay. Sorry. So Jason Quintero fifty eight. Or Jason Quinn 58. Sorry. J, J
0: underscore Quinn underscore five eight.
1: Okay. Or.
0: J Quinn underscore zero zero five eight.
1: And the fourth one. Let me just add this one in there. Jason Quintero. Yeah. <laughs> so people can know who they're looking at first and last name. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Keep it simple. Jason Quintero. So let's
1: go through those iterations again. One.
0: Would be Jason Quinn, five, eight, Mm -hmm. two, J underscore Quinn, underscore five, eight, three, Jason, underscore Quintero, underscore double zero five, eight, and last
1: Jason Quintero. Yeah. Okay. So there you have it, people in a day. Now, people might listen to this podcast in two days' time from now, three days' time from now, whatever. Mm. That's why I say do it tonight. So people for sure, when they hear this, we'll it's already made. It's already made. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Tonight. And then, and then I'm gonna follow you. I'm I'm just Justin Groth on TikTok, I think. I don't know. I barely go on TikTok, man. Mm. But I'm gonna follow you too. Okay. Bit. Because I'm not following you to follow you. I'm following you because I want to make sure that you're doing what you're saying you're doing. And if you are, I should see this shit every single day. And like, like we talked about, it's not going to come easy every time. That message is not going to come easy every time. Yeah. But it's something that you find innate value in giving a message to somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really simple in the sense that you don't overthink this process, you just distribute with what's meaningful to you.
0: That's what it is.
1: It'll hit people.
0: I'm overthinking this shit when I really shouldn't. I should just just speak from my heart and just speak on how I feel about what I feel on whatever the topic may be. I think it was just, I mean, yeah, this shit's a little scary, no doubt, but.
1: Um... No, it's not scary. What the fuck is scary about this? All know. you're doing, all you're doing is putting the camera up to your face and talking to people that don't know you. Mm. Are you afraid of the comments?
0: No. I are you afraid of
1: are you afraid of not getting enough likes? No.
0: I, I've just never been a person like Instagram, for instance. I'm new to this shit. I just started this shit this year and only started it to follow my son until somebody convinced me to actually post some shit. And then that kind of is what started me doing that. So, and I'm not one to be like, ah, oh, look at me. So I think it's, that's what scares me. Like, yeah, that's, that's just cause it's foreign.
1: Yeah. Like, you don't, yeah, I understand that, but it's not scary. So let's not say scary. Cause that's a bold word to use. Okay. It's just different.
0: Different. That's
1: yeah. all. It's not scary. It's different. Yeah. You being chased by a lion is fucking scary. <laughs> yeah. You putting your stupid face in front of a camera <laughs> is not scary. Okay. It is different. I put my stupid face in front of the camera multiple times. Yeah. And I got praises and I got
0: critiques. I was gonna say, has there ever been a time you did it and you're like, fuck, I feel like a fool in that one. Oh yeah, of course, yeah? man. Oh, okay. and I've
1: gone back, deleted it, redid it, redid it, yeah.
0: all kinds of shit, man. Yeah
1: but that's the process. Okay. The point is that you start doing this and you get uncomfortable understanding where your place is at in life, Mm -hmm. where your path is because a lot of people don't know their path. They don't know what trail they should go down and they keep guessing. Okay. But I'm saying there's four trails in front of you. Even if you choose, you go any, mini, mini, mo, you're not going to, you're not going to lose because these four trails in front of you all lead to success. These four trails are, are essentially indicative of your talents, Mm -hmm. four different talents. You could go and put energy into as long as you run the trail long enough, you'll find this materialized thing at the end. But if you don't even embark, then nothing happens. Mm. And the point is, the point I'm trying to make is, if you're just consistent in something that you find value in, and that's something that drives you to do, and you find, and you, and it's fun for you, and you, you have, you have a, a a meaningful experience while doing it, you can't lose yeah. as long as you do it long enough. The problem with most people is that they do something and it doesn't produce and they're like, fuck this shit. I got other things to do and they, exactly. But if you just commit to this understanding that even if nothing comes from it, something will show me otherwise from what I understand right now, mm-hmm. meaning even if something material doesn't materialize from this fine, but it's going to, sh- it's going to give you data from what didn't work and what does work. You also have to understand that you cannot lose your tongue in this. You cannot. What I mean by that is you cannot lose the way that you think mm. to appease somebody else. I'm not talking about talking about controversial issues like politics or abortion, politics, yeah. all that shit. Okay. I'm talking about just the messages that you hear that you find meaningful mm. from the people that you admire. Right it's not going to hit everybody the same, like a Kevin Gates post,
2: mm-hmm.
1: although they're great, they're not going to hit everybody the same. Yeah, They hit me like they hit you, bro. Mm-hmm. I love them, Yeah, but it doesn't mean that everybody is going it's to resonate. resonate with it. And so because of that, you can't be fearful or rather change your vernacular in regards to how you dispense. Mm-hmm. You just need to do it. Look, look in my own in, in for myself, I fucking tend to yell a lot or I tend to talk loudly and I I tend to be very charismatic in my in my in the way that I illustrate something with my hands or my face etc. That's just me, mm. period. If I dumb that down, I dumb my entire aura down. And I'm not saying that that's a that's a bad thing. There are times to do that, you know, in terms of how you want to get your message across. Your audience, the tonality you express it with, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But on my platform, no, I'm going to be me on my platform.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, that's why people tune in. Right. And if they
1: don't, they don't. Right.
0: Yeah. But yeah, comments and shit like that, like, that's never been anything that I could really, I don't give a fuck about that shit at all. So that, that, that's not what, what I was, um. what was the word we used? Not fearful, but... Uh, different. Different. It's different. Different.
1: It's not scary. It's just different. It's
0: just different, yeah. And it's just trying to... I, I just need to get out of... Um, I guess that mode. That feeling. And different is good, so fuck it. All right?
1: What, are you looking for co-signing right now? I don't know. <laughs> you don't need me to co-sign you, man. Like, this... Look, there's, there's a reason why you're urged to do this. Mm -hmm. It's not because your buddy said it. Like there's a reason why you're urged to make these motivational. There's a reason why you're urged to be a motivational speaker, I should say. Mm -hmm. Okay. And unlike a lot of people, you have a crazy story. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people can learn from you, but there needs to be a redemption aspect involved in your story. Okay. Right now, there's not a redemption aspect yet. Mm -hmm that's your job to create
0: is the redemption.
1: Story. So it's a twofold, it's a two prong situation. You're creating yourself whilst redeeming yourself mm. from your story. Because if you want to be a very penetrable motivational speaker, I'm not saying this for everybody, mm-hmm. but you need to have a story that starts bad, and ends triumphant or rather is moving in the triumphant phase. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the redeeming part or the redemptive part. All right. So that's what you need to create now though, because you have a story that people can learn and be educated from and be inspired from mm-hmm. now move on to the redemptive aspect.
0: me accountable man putting me on the spot (laughs) but I think that's good I think I do need that Um, and I know this one I'm I'm not as talkative I'm just taking it all in because it is it's shit that I do need to hear what you're saying everything you're saying is everything that you know maybe like you said putting up that mirror I don't even I don't want to look at myself but I need to because I deserve better Um, I don't know. I don't know, Justin Man, you got me on this one, bro.
1: Well, there's gonna be a part three, you know that. Because people are gonna want to hear how you're coming out of this. Yeah. And that's another way to hold you accountable too. Yeah. There's gotta be a part three.
0: Well, I guess we'll see how this goes. (laughs) But um, yeah, man. I don't know. I feel like not a whole lot on this one right now as I'm just taking a lot of shit in,
1: but I, uh, I, I know I said it prior, but I only say these things because you care. No, it's not because I just care. It's because I see something that is (laughs) profound in you, man. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but I felt that way since the moment I spoke to you in the gym and then it only grew and matured the more that we did these podcasts, spoke more in the gym. Mm -hmm. You just, you just got something. And it's going to be your job and your obligation to uncover what that is. And it looks very dismal right now because you haven't even embarked on it yet. Mm -hmm. But once you do, once you get a glimpse of what it might be, that's going to be the self propelling impetus you need to keep going. Mm -hmm. And then it's just going to be like a, tumbleweed that picks up debris it's just going to grow larger and larger the more it tumbles. You're right. There isn't left. There isn't really anything left to say. Yeah. The thing is, is that this is something that needs to be talked about to you mm-hmm. or rather you need to talk to somebody about this sort of thing, because if not, then we as men think, well, we're fine, we're fine, man. We're we're doing, you know, we're fine. Mm-hmm. But it's men that hold other men accountable. Like we talked about your dad, if he was, you know, your mom taking on the sort of the dad role as well, if she was to not shame you, but co- sort of, you know, call it out, mm-hmm. like, hey, Jason, what are you doing? Or why aren't you, are you, what you, you woke up at nine, 10, why are you waking up at that nine and 10 in the morning? Mm-hmm. If nobody's there to hold you responsible, accountable, and myself included, man, I'm not exempt from this, then we will never grow. And that's a problem, especially when you're you and you have the talent that you have. It's a real big problem. Because it's not just what you could do for you and your life and your family. It's what you could do and how you could impact others around you. Mm. That might be the saving or the salvation that they need from offing themselves. You don't know. So it's your duty obligation to find and uncover what that is. This is non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. This is what people are going to remember you by. You don't not want to be remembered. You don't not want people at your funeral. Right. You don't not want people saying a good word over you or saying the basics like who hey, was so funny. Every time he walked in a room, he lit up the room and <laughs> it, that's great. Did it really happen? Yeah. Was that person really the light of the room? You want to be that light of the room, man, but you have to create that light. That sounds really stupid cliche. It's the truth. You have to create that. And unless somebody's beckoning at your door, telling you to do so as men, Won't shit, people it. in general, we might just fall back right? because we're just, we're just doing we're in the, we're in just the autonomous state of doing. And there's nothing that's additional. Mm -hmm. Leaving vacation is a good thing, man. Leaving vacation is a good thing. Getting back to stressful life is a good thing. Getting back to extinguishing fires is a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad thing. And it has its season. And then you look forward to another vacation. And that's how this life goes until you fucking die.
0: yeah man um part three we'll yeah where you I'm at yeah part you three. you
1: everybody you're listening you heard it part hes three. there's a part three coming I'm gonna give you a month a month and there better be something that not only you can tell me but you can tell the people that are listening because I can assure you that when people listen to this, they're gonna be searching for your name to come in a month.
0: I hope so man I hope so because I don't feel like I haven't said (laughs) I haven't said much on this one and I feel like I don't know like I'm not doing myself any justice with this but it's just I'm just absorbing right now and just it's real shit you need to hear sometimes
1: so look man take us out <laughs> take, take us out. What's your handle? Where can people find you? Where they can? Where they? Where can they send you a DM?
0: Jason Quinn five eight on IG, and uh, yeah, for the TikTok handle, what we said we said four, right? Yeah. Okay, so
1: <laughs> break it down one more time.
0: Same thing as IG Jason Quinn five eight. That don't work. Try J underscore Quinn underscore five eight. If that don't work, try Jason Quintero. And if that don't work, try Jason underscore Quintero underscore double zero five eight.
1: And you're going to do a video tomorrow. So they'll at least be one or two videos already in the archive for them to look at. Yeah. Right? Right. Right.
0: Might not be long, but it's something. Good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hi, right, brother. Hi, right, man. Till next time, part three. Yes, sir. Done.